Hi there, this is Not Invented Here, a show about tech, product development and business, and I'm your host, Dima Malenko. Hello, hello, this is Dima again, and a couple more things that I did not invent. You, you may recall that I ended the last episode with a description of how I approach things I don't understand or don't like or think are stupid. And already after I've published the episode, I came across a nice uh, tweet. I'm not sure if it's a quote of Dave Gray. He's an author of the book called Liminal Thinking. I'm not sure if, if it's the quote from a book or from his speech somewhere, maybe. But it captures precisely my way of thinking about situations when I think somebody is doing something stupid. And the quote goes, people act in a way that makes sense to them. If their behavior does not make sense to you, you're probably missing something. That that's that's exactly how I approach situation. If I don't understand why somebody is doing something, I always assume I'm missing something and I try if it's important enough, I try to find what I'm missing. And this approach will help us today. I'm sure you've heard uh, about Apple uh, revealing their new set of phones, new design with revolution. No, no, they they didn't say revolutionary this time, I guess. I don't remember. Uh, I don't think so. iPhone X and the family of iPhone 8 devices. And of course, of course, there were lots of comments from left and right on Facebook and Twitter. and, And there were two groups of comments which um, impressed, I guess, impressed me the most. And I'll try to address both of them. Uh, First is people saying that, hey, they did this thing X, I don't need X, I have no use for it, or I don't see myself using it. Therefore, the phone is bad, the new release is bad, they've now lost their magic, and therefore they're doomed. Okay, the the doomed part is uh, my exaggeration here, but that was a very common type of comment I saw around the internet after the presentation where many people were saying that, hey, they did this uh, stupid quote-unquote thing and I don't understand why they did it. Uh, I don't understand who needs it. I don't need it. The phone is bad. There are two, two important things to unpack here in, in this particular regard. iPhone no doubt that this day and age is a mass market product. And when we deal with mass market product, we have to understand that the difference in needs and wants of the people who comprise that mass market can be vastly different. There will be no single feature in any mass market product that will appeal to everybody in that mass market. And I intentionally say mass market every every time because, because it's the mass of the market uh, which is important here. No matter how clever you are, when you're introducing a feature in mass market product, there certainly will be people who need and like this feature and there certainly will be people who don't need and don't like this feature. But it would be not wise of them to think that if they don't need this feature, then nobody needs it and therefore the device is bad. 
that's the fate of mass market products. It will always have features which are appealing to someone and are not appealing to someone. And in the end of the day, the success of product is determined by the balance or by good combination of different features so that anyone in this in that mass market could find something appealing to him and among all of the features introduced with new phones we can specifically look at at one feature i think it is only available with the newest and greatest iphone x or rather will be available with the newest and greatest iphone x and that feature is animated emojis or any emojis to be frank during the presentation I also th- thought that this is kind of stupid. You know, who would? Yeah, it's it's funny. It it it's. I think it would be a lot of fun for me, maybe, to send talking dog face to someone. But that that that's about it. And you know, I was a little stumbled by this feature. I didn't give it too much thought at that time. But later on, I came to know that. Turns out, turns out that iMessage, the Apple's messaging platform, is huge, is like really huge among uh, American teenagers. It is, um, and I found a great article which presents an analysis of the messaging apps market. And there they say that actually iMessage has the most number of teenagers comparing to other messaging platforms like even messenger and snapchat and from that perspective this an emoji thing is a brilliant move by apple because remember iphone is a mass market product it is also aimed at those teenagers that are using iMessage and i'm sure this feature will be huge huge with them they will be sending those talking faces left and right when they can get hands on their iPhone, new iPhone 10s or maybe subsequent generations of iPhone. And from that perspective, that feature makes a lot of sense to me because you want to be appealing to people who today cannot yet decide which smartphone they get because parents have to buy them smartphones and most likely they would get um, previous generation of of iPhone when their parent gets new iPhone like every year after Apple's presentation. Uh, But by the time those people, those teenagers will be able to decide for themselves which smartphone to get and pay for that smartphone with their own money, they will be hooked to apple apple's product and from that perspective this is this is a brilliant move and again this illustrates the uh, whole situation i thought that something was stupid i i didn't understand it in the beginning but later on i came to know more information about what's going on there and with that information the feature that apple added made a lot of sense to me there was the first type of a command when people said that Apple adds features they don't need and therefore nobody needs those features. The second thing is 
I think it happens every year. Like people say that Apple stopped innovating or didn't innovate enough. And here I'd like to remind everybody that the last time I checked, the Apple's name was Apple Incorporated. It was not Apple Research Lab or Apple Nonprofit Research Institute or something like that. Their success is not measured by the amount of innovation. Their success is measured by the number of products they sell and the revenues they get because they're a for-profit business. So they are not in the business of innovation. They're in the business of selling product. And from that perspective, what they have to do, what they need to do is to come up with such products that they will be able to sell with large quantity and and the products that they will be able to produce in quantities enough to meet the demand for those products. So they're not in the business of innovation. They're in the business of producing, of creating and designing products which they will be able to sell. And if we take into account that Apple now commands around 60% of high-end smartphone market. I'm just not sure if it's global or in the US, but I I would think, um, looking at the chart I have in front of me, I think that's uh, uh, those are numbers um, for global uh, global market, not just not not US only. So uh, th- that's even better. So they command around 60% of high-end smartphone sales in the world. That's that's a little bit of a stretch, and the math gets a little bit wonky here. But for the for the reason of keeping it simple, we can can kind of assume that around 60% of those people who who will be looking to buy their next smartphone already have Apple smartphone and since this is a 10th year in uh, iPhone's history, they likely have maybe iCloud data and iCloud plans, uh, iCloud data plans with Apple. They've bought a number of applications that they use frequently. So they are pretty, those 60% are already pretty much integrated into the Apple ecosystem. And in the situation where more people already have Apple smartphones. It makes all the sense for Apple to make sure that in the first place, those people will not switch, will not jump the ship and will buy the next Apple smartphone. So therefore, Apple has to produce a new device which will be better than the previous smartphone those people had. And both iPhone 8 and iPhone 10 are clearly better than now previous generation of Apple smartphones, which are iPhone 7 and iPhone 7 Plus. And those um, those new smartphones, they will be able, they, they should be able to sell to current smartphone owners when they decide to upgrade their device. And only after that, we should start talking about whether users of Android phones will jump their ship and rush to 
Apple smartphone ecosystem. But when Apple already has those 60% of the market, their first task is to keep those 60%. And the second task is to grow them or, you know, try to grow them. And from that perspective, they again do do everything right. They produce a solid product, which is a solid update over current generation. And it will likely, very likely, sell well to current users of Apple products. Will it sell? Will it make people switch from their Android phones to iPhones? It's hard to tell for me, but I think Apple is is doing, again, everything right here. And if you take this into your consideration, then you wouldn't emphasize perceived lack of innovation in uh, current crop of iPhones that much. Well, I guess that's it for today. That's all I wanted to share with you. And I hope you found this interesting. I'll be very curious to know what you think about what I've said and about my way of thinking about new Apple release. And you can always find me in Twitter. I'm at Dimalenko there. You can find me on Facebook. Or you can leave a comment under this episode on my site, dimalenko.org. And that's it for today. Take care.